because you're self-selecting pain, you're putting yourself in a painful situation which tells your brain, this is who we are. This is what we do. And you continue to do this until it becomes like breathing. Hey, what's up, friends? I'm Vince Del Monte, father, husband, and the OG of online fitness marketing. For more than a decade, I've been committed to helping skinny guys pack on muscle. And after building multiple seven-figure online fitness businesses, I've achieved freedom and financial security through mentorship, hard work, and my passion for fitness. And I want to help you do the same. Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, welcome back, friends, to the Vince Del Monte podcast. And today we are recording what I meant to do a few days ago. I've been here at um, what I'm calling now the vacation home in Franklin, Tennessee for the past couple days, and uh, I will get to you soon enough and tell you what the heck is going on with my life. It's been uh, quite the transformative experience the last uh, nine months. That is the most positive way to spin this, and that that is exactly what it has been, and I'm looking forward to uh, sharing with you some lessons, some thoughts on how to become better from my 12-hour drive from Toronto to Franklin. Uh, We sold our house in Toronto, and we moved out last Thursday, and I drove down here on Friday, and I've been here for about a week. And uh, when you're listening to this, I might be driving back to Toronto. So I've had a lot of time to think about a lot of stuff that I think is going to help you become a better version of you. And I just want to first say that whole concept of become a better version of you used to always annoy me. I just thought it was a little cheesy. It's something everybody always says. And for me, this really is uh, where my headspace is. Um, How do I become the best version of Vince right now? And uh, that is going to require quite a bit of work. As you all know, I love to keep it real and raw. And I want to share with you some uh, thoughts. I got 12 of them here. We're going to rapid fire through them. And as I've been reflecting on how I've uh, been navigating and um, some days surviving, some days just living, Uh, many days though, proud to say, thriving. And um, I want to share with you the insights that are coming to me as I run a lot more, as I prepare for the Harpeth Hills Half Marathon in early November here in Nashville, Tennessee, which I did last year in two hours and uh, I think 14 minutes, 6, 11 kilometers. I'm looking now to do that um, somewhere between an hour 40, an hour 50, and uh, I've had a lot more time to think as well. So I hope something I share with you resonates, encourages you and uh, helps you become the best version of you because that is all you can control in life. So let's dig in here. Number one is toughness is found during trials. And I'm reminded by this as I'm training, putting in the miles, training two days a week, most days, and I'm looking to run substantially faster than last year. Last year, I did a lot of walking. (laughs) This time, I plan on running the whole thing. And uh, just this morning, I got out there for six miles nonstop, average low eight minute, I think 806 miles, which was pretty good for me. Now, way back in the day, Vinny would do that, you know, without even breaking a sweat. But, uh, 
you know, I'm also now about 60 pounds heavier and I'm just reminded of how we all want to become tougher, right? Everyone wants to be tougher, but rarely do we actually put ourselves in an environment to do that. So how do you become tougher? You put yourself in uncomfortable environments, running early in the morning, even as the weather changes and it gets colder and stick into the plan when your knees are sore, your hips are getting sore, when your schedule's so crazy, you literally, as David Goggins would say, you have to find a way to drown yourself. And when you're under the water, you're in an environment where you feel like you're literally about to pass out, you say, fuck it, screw this, I'm not sinking, I'm not drowning, and you come up for air, and this is how you become tougher. You constantly immerse yourself, sometimes literally, into tougher environments. You can't talk about mental toughness without actually doing tough shit because toughness is developed under pressure. So I'm going to put that out there. My goal is to run a sub one hour 50 um, half marathon on one of the hilliest courses in North America, which means 824 a mile pace or 513 kilometers. And this morning I averaged slightly lower, but that was for six miles. So I have to build my endurance up to a level to go about the same pace I did today for six for twice as far on a hillier course while I'm maintaining my weights so I don't show up with a runner's body. So let me ask you now, what trials are you intentionally putting yourself through? What are you doing to toughen yourself up because it doesn't come from listening to these podcasts. This might be a stimulator or watching YouTube videos or watching motivational movies. You actually got to go out there and do shit. Number two, your true self is found through suffering, pain, self-doubt, darkness, and failure. The stuff no one wants to talk about. Everyone wants to get to the light, right? We all want the prize, but it doesn't work that way. For the past uh, six months, my team and I have been plugging away at our pay traffic. Uh, we've been testing out a number of different things with loads of failures and lots of revisions and setbacks until the last three months, we've finally seen some light. And after looking at our numbers, we've had a 2.97% ROAS spent, uh, uh, certain amount of money and we made a certain amount of money that was substantially more and that was really exciting because we're starting to set targets now based on these ROAS to grow but we had to go through the testing the trials the setbacks the frustrations uh, the constant feedback that is sometimes feeling like you should just give up you know what this isn't going to work what who are we fooling hey this is too tough. Finding all the reasons why not to do it, but sticking to the one reason why we do want it. And that reason for me has been, uh, you know, as I've gone through this transformative time and um, become more vulnerable, I've seen that I don't want a business that relies on me always having to be 100%. Um, heck, not even like 60, 70%, because sometimes you go through times in your life that are so tough that. You can't show up, and and, you, and I hear you. Oh yeah, you can always show up. Bullshit. There's days that people just don't show up, and guess what? Those are the great liars. They don't tell you about those days. All right, there are people who project they got it all together, but they have 
days where they feel stressed, anxious, depressed. Yeah, maybe the elite of the elite, the 0.001% have got to a level that uh, we think is realistic for everybody. But the reality is, is that there are days where you can't show up and and you just need to rest and you need to recover, etc. And that's when your business can be vulnerable if you're a public figure and you're expected to show up and put content out on a regular basis. You might start to ask, hey, is there a way to create a, a marketing machine that doesn't require me to always have to show up every single day? What if I go through a crazy traumatic experience in my life that requires me to take some time off? And that um, has been the birth of being committed to seeing this process through to completion. And um, I'm really excited. So your true self is going to be found in the dark when things are not going well. That is who you are, not when things are going well. I mean, I want to see what you do, how you think when you've been knocked down to the ground. That's who you really are. Number three, people want what they can't have. So this past year, um, I don't know if you've noticed, I definitely feel like I have, but I've been a lot less aggressive with my CTAs, call to actions, my pitches, my follow-up. And, you know, I have been indoctrinated with a much more aggressive, I like to consider it more enthusiastic, persistent sales approach. But this past year, I've taken a different type of energy into my salesmanship my marketing, and it's been more of a no big deal energy. That's right, no big deal. And surprisingly, it has brought in a lot of business. And what I mean by this is it's not like, oh man, reply them right away. They're interested. We got to get them on the phone like two seconds later. I get it. We want to operate with urgency and speed. Those are valuable tools. I'm not saying we don't do that, but there's been more of a no big deal. It's Friday night. We'll get to them on Monday. It's more of a plain hard to get. It's more of a trusting that, hey, we don't need to force this thing to the finish line. We'll follow up with them. We'll get their questions answered. We'll make sure it's a good fit. We're having much more genuine authenticity. It's just less intense. I don't know if you've ever been oversold. I recently pulled off a deal uh, with a potential partner that just, I felt like he was overselling me and I was already sold. And it turned me off. And I said, you know, let's just let's put this thing on hold. And uh, I believe that if you have an attitude of playing hard to get and continuing to show up and not putting a CTA in every single one of your emails, you create also more scarcity so that when somebody does want to respond and they see the call to action, they're like, oh, I need to respond now. But when something is always readily available and when somebody feels like they can get it any time of the day, any day of the week, there's just less value around it. You hear what I'm saying? So how does this look for you? How could you increase a little more no big deal energy? Hey, I'm good. You're good. No pressure. Love to support you. Love to uh, serve you. We'll love the chance to see what's possible. We should definitely schedule a call. But hey, uh, no big deal if this is in the right time. It's more of a, I don't need you. You need me. <laughs> I'm doing great over here. I don't need you. You're not doing me a favor by giving me a couple bucks. I'm already good. All right, it's that type of energy. Next up, the 5 a.m. alarm clock 
This is one of the best things that I've ever done to grow my business. Having a super early wake up time. Right now it's 5 a.m., but there was a time when I was waking up at 4 a.m. for about half a year, maybe longer, straight. And I was getting up to meet a guy who was on Australian time to help me design uh, the uh, Six Figure Coach 1.0 program. And this guy is an expert at helping people build programs and how to organize them and just how to deliver a great product. It was a really cool experience to work with somebody. And I was forced to wake up at 4 so I could be at the desk at 4.30 a.m. And we worked together for 90 minutes for quite a long time. And this one program became the foundation and security of my business because it led to almost a 1,000 what I'd call lower-ticket clients who we could groom into our flagship program, Seven Figure Mastermind. As Seven Figure Mastermind is for a little more mature fitness entrepreneur, we didn't have an entry-level program that helped groom beginner fitness coaches to great fitness coaches where they could uh, learn further strategies to keep growing. So that pain of waking up early, it really enforced that I was a man of discipline and that I did what I said, not what I felt. And this process uh, helped me create something in the dark that became extremely valuable to my livelihood and the lives of our students who've benefited from this program. So what you're doing when you're setting an early morning alarm clock, and I kind of just shared the payoff, like why are we doing this? Is because you're self-selecting pain. You're in fact putting yourself in a painful situation which tells your brain, this is who we are. This is what we do. And you continue to do this until it becomes like breathing. And this is what most people never experience. Uh, we do it for a window of time, and then the reward's gone, and then we stop doing it. And this is actually, I'll be honest, this is what happened to me. I'm like, okay, cool, six-figure coach is done now. I don't need to wake up this early. And you know, maybe I, I did need a little bit of a break. Uh, maybe I could have set another goal to continue that. Now, that process of waking up at 4 a.m., that definitely helped reinforce my brain that, hey, you wake up early before the rest of the world rises, and I naturally wake up earlier now. It's, it has almost become like breathing. Some days I'm like, I want to sleep in and I just can't get back to sleep. I wake up at 4.30. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I went to bed just a few hours ago and I can't fall back to sleep. You literally become a new person the more you do the same thing over and over uh, to the point where your body reminds you of who you are. Things just feel off. Like I, I don't think I've ever slept in past seven o'clock in like a long, long time. It just, my body doesn't even know how to do that. So it's conditioning. And we need to condition ourselves to the person we want to become to achieve the plan we set out for ourselves. All right, I got a bunch more. I'm going to go through these ones much quicker. Those first four were a tad longer. Here are the quick ones now. Number five, your rewards are your routines. Now, show me your routines and I'll show you your thoughts your feelings, your behaviors. No changes in your life manifests from the old you. And what we need to understand is that we need new routines if we want new rewards. I wanted to make more revenue, so I needed a new routine of waking up earlier so I could create a new product 
which would be a new way for people to enter my world. So your routines lead to your rewards. If you don't like the rewards you're getting in your life right now, you need different routines. You need different rituals. Number six, you're getting everything that you deserve. I love this. You're getting everything you deserve based on the person you're being and the thoughts that you have. Everything that you don't resolve in your life will get puked back out onto you times 100. And then it'll all come out on your kids by a thousand. So I'm told if you've got young kids, you got to get your shit under control ASAP or else they will, as I've been coached and I'm being told, they will bury you alive. So if you've got anger issues and you're a young dad, you better believe your son is going to magnify that and puke that back out over everyone before you know it. You need to get your issues under control. Uh, This goes for your business. If you have constant outbursts on your team, you constantly fuel the team with frustration, you will create a disconnected team. You will create a lack of trust. You will create chaos within your own company. And guess what? They will start to behave the same way as you, and you'll be the manifester of your own mess. Number seven, relax. Relax, my friend. Relax and stop being so rigid. I have the privilege of coaching uh, so many incredible fitness entrepreneurs, and many of them, you know, at the early stages of their journey. And uh, they remind me of myself because I have these same challenges, and I like to uh, think that I've improved on quite a bit of these challenges that show up when you're in the growth stages and everything's new and you've uh, got lots of ambition and life and time. Maybe you haven't started your family yet. I just want to remind you, oftentimes, life just never goes as planned. Business doesn't go as planned. Sales don't go as planned. Marketing campaigns don't go as planned. Hires don't go as planned. And what we need to do is learn how to adapt. We need to learn how to act, not react, but act. We need to learn how to laugh at ourselves. We need to learn how to embrace the journey that we're on and that these are the battles that we're facing day to day. We need to create space for failure and mistakes and accepting that life can't be controlled. But you can control your thoughts, you can control your behaviors. But you can't control what's thrown at you. You can you can create the greatest plan, but sometimes it goes sideways, right? And we have to learn how to just enjoy the process more, all right? Be patient and just stop being so rigid and a control freak to think that nothing uh, is um, um, going to just happen ordinarily. Things don't always happen smoothly. Number eight, the secret to validating yourself. I've been hearing a lot about this uh, lately. A lot of people say you got to vet yourself. You know, you can't get, you know, don't get your external, um, you know, you don't get your validation from other people and you got to vet yourself. I get it. Um, That sometimes is hard, right? Sometimes it feels good to have people validate you and hear a good job and, and for other people to recognize you and affirm you, praise you. And 
unfortunately, we can't rely on external validation for our entire life. All right. We need to grow up and we need to learn. We do need to learn how to validate ourselves. So how do you do this? I've been thinking about this. Like, how do you get comfortable with who you are and confident in who you are? Right. Like, how do you how do you create this confidence that's not fake? Well, here's what you can start doing. This is something that I start doing in my journal. Write down five things every morning that you're proud of. And I, want, and I want you to talk about five things that you're proud of about who you are. Not what you do, but character traits. And, and let yourself feel this too. You know, what type of character traits are showing up for you? What type of person are you? I'm a hard worker. Like, feel that. Think about all the people around you who are not hard workers, right? I'm an action taker. Feel that. I don't talk about it. I do something about it, right? And the key... Uh, is to really acknowledge these positive traits about you. And these are things to be proud of. And when you start to realize, well, I do have traits that many people don't have, and it's why I'm experiencing this life I have, then you're going to feel proud of yourself. And that's a much more positive emotion to carry around with you throughout the day. And that's what helps you start overcoming the self-doubt because you're reminding yourself of who you are. And we can calm that inner child that's telling you otherwise. Number nine, never make permanent decisions on temporary feelings. This is something I see a lot of entrepreneurs um, fail at. You know, they have a bad week with sales and then they change their whole damn plan. They have uh, a bad day and they start questioning everything. And we need to pause We need to let things roll out and process. Oftentimes, we just need to be an oak tree. We can't be that uh, leaf blowing in the wind that just goes in every direction just and does not have any stability, right? And, And we need to bring this type of maturity, emotional regulation into everything in your relationships before you speak. If somebody triggers you, you feel triggered by someone or something, breathe three times three big breaths this is a hard practice like most people you tell them this they just don't know how to do this and they're like holy crap i do not shut up i cannot pause before i speak i just spew crap am i even thinking about what i'm saying on other things give it 72 hours just wait 72 hours before you have that conversation before you make that decision before you respond to that text message just pause Maybe it's not a big deal. If it's a big deal in 72 hours, then we can process it further. Go for a walk. Clear your head. Change your state of mind. Speak to your inner child. I'm going to teach you the inner child practice uh, at some point on this podcast. It's something I've taught my members, but it's uh, a great way to connect your conscious and your subconscious and uh, create alignment and ensure that your uh, inner child, your subconscious is not running you. For the majority of us, it's running us 94% of the time. And uh, this, is a, this is a hard thing to work on, something I'm learning a lot about. But understanding who's running you, the lower self or the higher self. And oftentimes when um, we have certain feelings, it's our lower self that makes the decision. It's not our higher self. It's not our, our higher conscious conscious state. It's our lower subconscious state that makes that decision. So we need to learn how to change our state or you'll never change your fate. I believe that's a Tony Robbins quote. 
I love it. Number 10, speak to your subconscious obsessively. I am going to teach you guys this. I shared this in a newsletter for all my seven figure mastermind members. Um, and it's very powerful. The first time I heard, it, I was like, this is kind of weird, but, um, I'm going to come back and do a podcast on this another day. It's extremely powerful. I learned it from my behavioral change coach, uh, Annie Yach, who will be speaking in Nashville as well. She actually does it in the room. Oftentimes it's so awesome and, uh, it just helps bring a sense of calm and uh, really just helps, um, calm your nervous system. Most of us are functioning in fight or flight mode all day long, survival mechanisms from our um, lower self, younger ages, different experiences that happen to us, and we're not even aware of them. Number 11, stop reacting. I see a lot of people bring this negative energy into their life because they can't regulate emotions. And the energy dictates virtually every single thing in your life. If you bring defensiveness, you're going to trigger somebody else's defensiveness. If you bring anger, you're going to trigger somebody else's anger. If you bring judgment, you're going to trigger somebody else's judgment. So if we're not reacting, what are we doing? We're learning how to get neutral. We're learning how to hold space for other people's emotions because the energy you bring is the energy that is going to transfer. If you've got young kids uh, what I've been learning is that kids don't learn what they see or what they hear. What they, what they take is your nervous system, the energy you put out, the anxiety you put out, your calmness you put out. So there's good things that they can adapt, but there's also bad things. So they adopt how you function. If you're constantly frantic, you're going to have frantic kids. Am I right? Just think about it. Think about your energy. Your kids likely have the same type of energy as you. And then they hardwire their nervous system. You wonder, how did that happen? Well, it happens very quickly. So we need to learn how to be that oak tree and to learn how to be that strong person that others can find safety around, right? This is one of the hardest things for us to do. And a lot of us grew up in homes where our parents never regulated. And heck, you might have parents now in their 60s and 70s, and they still act like children. How's that possible? It's very possible. A lot of people don't do the work. A lot of people don't get called out. They don't get great mentors. They don't identify the stuff in their life that needs addressing. Yes, even adults don't grow up. Just because somebody's older doesn't mean that they've figured out how to manage themselves. So this is something that we need to really work on. I got uh, two more here and we're all done. Number 12 and a bonus. It's okay to feel bad. I hear a lot of guys out there and I run in the alpha male circles. So I want you to know, like, I know what it's like, you know, and the whole thing is just to man up and, uh, you know, be tougher and, and a lot of us, when we start to feel the opposite kind of feelings like fear or anger or disgust or sadness or or um, confusion, like we feel like we're an inferior man. And I want you to know like it is normal to experience these different types of emotions. Now, it's much like waves. We can't stop them from coming, but we can choose how we're going to surf them. So when you feel anger, it's okay to feel it. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay. The question is, is do you allow those emotions to control you or 
do we acknowledge them and we thank them for showing up and say, hey, thank you for sharing that with me. Do you mind if we work on this together? That's a part of the inner child practice. And we find a place of calm. And it's okay to have these certain emotions. I, I have them all the time. And the question is, is do we give them meaning? Do we give them interpretation? And this is what happens. People will feel something and then they give it a full-blown um, definition when it's like, no, you're just feeling that right now. We don't have to um, add anything to that feeling. And a lot of us just do that because it's how we are conditioned and raised. All right, my last one here, <laughs> I think you're going to like this one. And I learned this one uh, from a mentor, and she told me that you need to watch more TV. I said, what? She says, I'm serious. And I've given this advice to a number of my students, and uh, it's a neat one because a lot of us entrepreneurs, uh, what do we deal with all day long? Problems. Problems, problems, problems. We deal with drama, drama, drama. And as the entrepreneur, as the leader, we, we have to constantly solve these problems. So I found it interesting why she said to watch more TV, watch more movies, because it's the only time where you don't have to solve the problem. And you can sit and you can live through somebody else's problems and it feels really good not to have to solve somebody else's crap. And the movie will get resolved without you having to step in and uh, it gives you a sense of peace. And I think that's a reminder of what we want more in our life, a little more peace. So, hey, listen, don't feel guilty watching some TV. You're not wasting your life, especially if it's intentional for the reason that I just gave you. Right, And by the way, there's some TV out there that is so freaking incredibly written. You might stimulate your brain and gain some new ideas. So I don't believe that TV movies are a complete waste of time. I believe TV movies are created by incredibly um, talented people with incredible imaginations. And there can be a lot of lessons and insights and emotions moved when consuming some of this. Now, obviously, I'm not here promoting watching eight hours a day, but to watch an hour or so, whatever, of uh, TV here, there, nothing to feel guilty about. All right. Those are my 12 thoughts plus the bonus at the end. <clears throat> Let me know which one was most interesting to you, helpful to you. Share this podcast. And uh, I shared a lot of things. Which one do you want me to go deeper on next time? Hit me up on Instagram at Vince Del Monte. And finally, if you're a fit pro looking to make more money, 2X your business, 10X your business, and you want to do it with more peace, you want to experience more profits, you want to have more predictability, you want to navigate this changing landscape, which is taking a lot of business owners out right now, then you got to get to Nashville. It's that simple. October 12th to 14th, $9.97 for a ticket, and uh, you will have an incredible time. I promise you that you'll get 10x that investment in the first hour of the day, and uh, we really look forward to having you, and you're going to up-level your network, your skills, your strategies, your traits, your motivation. You're going to have an incredible time learning from some incredible speakers, meeting me, my team. We're really excited to have you. I can't wait to meet the ton of you who've already signed up. And I know I think the last time I checked, we were about three quarters full. So the room is getting very close to being full. Most people wait until the last few weeks to sign up. So this would be your time to sign up. There's a link in the show notes, sevenfiguremastermind.ca forward slash Nashville. Check it out. Check out the lineup, and I can't wait to hang with you. We'll talk to you all soon. Ciao, ciao.